Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm Sheree Felice, and this week I am joined by Wenju Tsang, an up-and-coming jewelry designer who was one of the winners at this year's Bright Young Gems event, a part of International Jewelry Taiwan, the UK's leading jewelry and watch trade event. Why don't you tell me a little bit about what got you into jewelry design? So I actually came to the UK thinking that I wanted to do fashion design. Mm-hmm. But then my foundation year at CSM, so Central St. Martins, completely changed my perspective with design and what you can do. Okay. And that sort of led to my current situation where I'm into jewelry. So you started with fashion design. How many years did you do fashion design before you switched over to jewelry? So I didn't do much, actually. <laughs> I just wanted to do it. So I took courses, like short courses and stuff. But um, in my foundation year, I was in the jewelry pathway. And that led to why I chose to continue doing jewelry. You make jewelry design out of recycled materials. Can you tell me about how your inspiration led you to do that? So I was always really concerned about um, how we use materials and the way how we disregard materials. Okay. Uh, I did two projects based on reusing disregarded materials such as plastic cutleries and tin cans. So those two projects, I was inspired by how you don't tend to recycle these things because it's basically impossible for people to recycle, especially plastic cutlery. So I wanted to sort of make a statement that, you know what, you could do things with these other, these things that you could use. Mm -hmm. And there's always like another use for it, basically. Right. So do you actually use the recycled material or do you base your designs on recycled material? It depends on my projects. And I basically split my projects into two different ways. One which is more material-led, which is where all the sustainable materials come into place. And then one which is more design-led. So with sustainability, it's not just only about like recycling materials. It's also more also about the societal aspects as well. So I was concerned by how um, societal expectations determine the way we act and approach things as well. Mm-hmm. So in terms of that, I developed it and created a final collection based on that aspect. Okay, so your final collection that won the Bright Young Gems Award, that collection, I saw one of your designs is a credit card, correct? Yeah. Was that actually a credit card, or did you just mimic what a credit card looks like and make it out of gold? No, so um, this was a design-led. Basically, my whole final collection is a design-led um, project. The credit card actually represents my degree, the credit card numbers actually symbolizes the coordinates of Central St. Martins, which is my currently most expensive spending. So it looks at how education determines the value of an individual. From the photo, it's probably not very clear, but on the background, there's an 
image, well, like an imprint of the building entrance. So that's looking at how education follows us throughout our whole lives afterwards and how that determines how valuable we are as individuals. So can you tell me a little bit about your influences and inspiration? So I was always inspired by my surroundings and also my experiences. In a way, both of these things led me to look at how societal expectations determine the value of individuals. Do you have any jewelry designers that you look up to or any artists that have influenced you? One uh, artist that influenced me the most would be um, Iwa Because in 2015, I went to his exhibition in London and he gave me a whole new perspective into how things could be interpreted and manipulated to represent um, another meaning. And that's why with my own work, they all look like everyday objects, but they all have another meaning behind what they actually look like. Any other influences? I really like how Ken Price creates different forms that looks like blogs, but very natural. And Shawnee, he could be commercial. I mean, he is commercial in the sense that People can buy his work, but he's also looking at a very artistic and work to collaborate with fashion designers to create these pieces that don't actually would be really associated with jewelry. Okay. You're originally from Taiwan, correct? Yes. Where in Taiwan are you from? This is actually quite complicated because I was born in Taiwan, but at the age of three, I moved to Vietnam. And I basically grew up there. Okay, where in Vietnam? Ho Chi Minh. And so, do you find that you have a Taiwanese identity, or do you have more of a Vietnamese UK identity? I would still say I'm I'm from Taiwan because my parents are from Taiwan, and I grew up speaking Mandarin. So I would still say, yeah, I would be more associated as a Taiwanese. Especially when I was in Vietnam, I was always seen as a foreigner as well because I didn't speak Vietnamese back then. I didn't learn how to... Because I was always in an international school, so um, there was literally um, not many times where I have to speak Vietnamese. But then when I moved back to to Taiwan for holidays and stuff, I didn't feel like I fit in in a way as well. So I'm not very sure. Do you think being an expat in different countries has affected your artwork in any way? Yeah, definitely. In what way? Um, in terms of how I look at things and how I approach concepts. And being in a more international environment, I was exposed to many different people that if I was in a like, local school in Taiwan, I, I don't think I would be able to look at like a different perspective, I guess. So I guess it's just the way I approach things and consider how people would look at my things. Okay. How do you consider how people look at your things? What do you mean by that? So as a designer, I'm always predicting how people would react to my work and if they would be able to get what I want to say from my pieces. 
which is actually very difficult for my pieces, I have to say. Because <laughs> with my pieces alone, they just look like everyday objects. Unless it's worn on the body or explained, it's difficult to just know by the looks of it. All right, so you were one of the winners at Bright Young Gems 2019. Can you tell me how yeah. this award has opened up doors for you? Um, it's an event that's very recognized in London, and it gives me a platform to approach the commercial aspects of this industry as well. So I'm really excited to be showing my work and to show a different way of approaching jewelry, I guess. So tell me, how are the commercial aspects different from the artistic aspects? A lot of the stands in IDEO are still very traditional, so second stone type of jewelry, pearl jewelry, whereas what we, like Young Jens, do, we have a bit more space for creativity, and also we're not restricted to comfortability and that it needs to be everyday wear sort of item. So we can be a bit more creative with what we want to make and design. Okay. Do you think your style will change after you graduate school and have to delve more into the commercial aspect of it all? I'd like to split what I do in the future into two categories. So I still really want to do the more art jewelry, which is the kind of things that you won't wear on on the streets and just be like, hi, this is my jewelry, kind of thing. But also, I'd like to translate those, what we call show pieces, into more commercial, so that, in a way, you can wear the pieces that I created. All right, so why don't you tell our audience, then, what everyday objects are currently being shown in your collection as jewelry? So I have the credit card, as you mentioned. So the credit card is a ring. Most of my pieces are either rings or brooch. I also did a big neck piece. I wouldn't call it a necklace because it's quite big for a necklace. And what is it? It's a huge red tag. So those that you would get onto like loaf of bread. You won't see them very often anymore. And that's why I wanted to create this thing because this belongs to my era. You don't see bread tags anymore? No, because at least in London, you don't see those anymore. I think it's more about like environmental issues as well. Okay. Uh, anything else in your collection? Uh, this collection is actually um, some of the rings. So... Two of the rings are made from recycled silver, and the other pieces are not actually entirely recycled, but it was to minimize the waste created during the process of making. So I ensured that all the materials are not wasted during the production. So in your collection right now, you have a ring that is a credit card. You have a necklace that looks yeah. like a bread tag. Mm -hmm. Is there any other things that you have that look like everyday objects? Oh, uh, there's a brooch that looks like a basketball hoop. That actually represents how, well, I grew up having a lot of people around me, and my parents would ask them, like, oh, when are you going to have children and everything like that? 
So this is wanted to just remind everyone that you know what you could decide when you want to score. You don't have to be forced to score. So it's playing with the pun in a way to shoot. <laughs> All right. Anything else? And I made a giant sharpener. A pencil sharpener. Yeah, probably really like hundred times. A normal size sharpener. So it's a bangle. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I did an arm piece as well. Okay. So does your family live in Taiwan? Yeah, so my parents retired and then they moved back to Taiwan. Okay, so do you come back here often? Yeah, every summer holiday. And after you graduate, will Taiwan be your new base for artistic design or will you stay in London? I'd like to go back and share my experience with Taiwan, basically. Because I feel like when I was at the stage of picking universities and everything, I wasn't exposed to any of this, and I feel like it would be a great opportunity to introduce jewelry, contemporary jewelry as well, to um, Taiwan. How can people gain access or look at your collection? So I have an online presence on Instagram as well, but I am actually planning to probably set up an exhibition and see if anyone's interested to come join me on this journey. So if people want to look at your collection, where do they go? Uh, just type in my name, Wenjusei. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. <laughs> so uh, just on Instagram, W-E-N-J-U-T-S-E-N-G, and they can find your name. Yeah. Okay. And do you have any advice to give to anybody who is looking to become a jewelry designer in the future? Keep your mind open. Don't be like so constrained by you have to get a song, you have to make a ring, you have to make a bangle. Be open. It's not fun when it's something that people don't expect. Okay. Thank you so much. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. That's it for this week's episode of Taiwan Talk. I'd like to thank Wenju again for joining me. Don't forget to tune in next week for an all-new episode. As always, remember to take care of yourselves. I'm Sheree Felice.